So really interesting. When I was training for Ironman last year, my redness score took an absolute nosedive and I felt fine. I was like, that's really weird. And I was looking at it going, why on earth it dropped? What am I doing differently? And then three days later, I got COVID. So it was almost like your body knows inside before oh, you yeah. actually feel it. And I was really, I felt fine. I was like, I couldn't understand it. And then suddenly I got COVID and it was obviously my body, st- I already had it earlier than that point. So I wasn't showing the symptoms. And then it came out and I was like, ah, that makes sense. So these things that people aren't familiar, they can be really useful for spotting illness and they tell you when you should train. Welcome to the Mindful Paths podcast with Nick Day and Harry Kalimnios, where we explore the fascinating world of mindset, mindfulness, fitness, well-being, vitality, leadership, and of course, personal development. Our goal is to provide you with insights to help you live a more fulfilling, happier and healthier life. So if you're striving to be a better parent, friend, leader, colleague or boss, or if you simply want to be more mindful and aware of the world around you, then this Mindful Past podcast is going to be for you. We invite you to eavesdrop on our conversations and we challenge you to discover a new insight to help you on your own journey towards personal growth and positive change. So sit back, relax and let's begin our journey together on the Mindful Past podcast. Harry, how are you doing? Back from your holidays. How was Greece? Um, pretty good. Uh, hopefully I've got a bit of a tan. I, I've been getting shocked each morning, uh, each day when I'm looking in the mirror at the moment. So I was uh, I was at school today and I was using the bathroom at break and I was like, oh, I forgot I've got a bit of colour. Like every, You know, when you, I don't know, I guess I haven't looked in the mirror much. Well, it's not that actually, you know, when you're, when I come back to my normal situation and I'm used, like, so I'm looking in my mirror, in my bathroom mirror at home. And I'm used to seeing me a certain way in that particular space. And then I come back and I've got a tan. It's more of a shock or a revelation than when I'm, say, in the hotel room, seeing myself in the mirror. I don't know if that makes sense. But, you know, when you go back to a normal situation. So um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. And I got back about four or five days ago. But I spent the last few days in Brighton. And it's been really sunny there. And it's like being nice. on holiday um, because it's just like a beachside town. Um, how about you? Are you away? Yeah, yeah. So back from the event, I actually I spent the week in St Albans uh, working. So uh, that was that was good. I had an award ceremony. I actually got an award here. Oh, I saw that. Congratulations, well done, personality of the year. Very nice for the world of payroll. So that was good to win, uh, and, and a very unexpected. So that was nice. And then today, I got back. Uh, I can't even think when I got back. It's been one of those weeks. Um, but I spent today actually with one of our listeners, who um, her husband has just uh, embarked on the Lands End John O'Groats cycle this morning. So, um, cool. so one of our listeners uh, let me know she was in the area and she came obviously from Penzance. She drove through Exmouth. So we had lunch on the beach today and it was stunning with all the kite surfers out. Beautiful day. Uh, so, yeah, got a bit of sun as well. Um, I'm talking about tan lines, really uh, a sort of choice tan lines from the Ironman event, which has come out. So you got a bit of sun as well. You have massive tan marks. I remember those uh, those arm marks that you had. From yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah about three years or something they did yeah no word of a lie yeah they did about three years but actually going on the, on the, the topic of holidays and things like that um i think like we we talked about when we first started this podcast that we're going to cover things like books and health gadgets and wellness and actually i thought maybe we should talk about some gadgets um we've got our list of gadgets and our spreadsheets and we'll maybe cover a couple today because I, I miss some of my gadgets on holiday, right? Because some of the things I, I don't take, some of the things I do take, uh, and we can talk about a couple of things that I did take. And... Well, I saw your post actually on Facebook today, which talked about your Aura Ring results, which is a gadget we've both got. And you were mm. saying you were surprised because you've been out trying to recover, but actually your recovery scores were quite high. And uh, you were, not everyone's going to be familiar with what recovery scores are, but um, usually they're around 40 for you and it hits some highs of 80, which usually happens when you've been drinking or something similar, but you haven't yeah. been. Yeah. No, so my... 
is it, it, the aura is the readiness score. There's a bunch of different numbers, but the readiness score is like your overall readiness for the day. And and they were really low. They were like, I think trending downwards. Normally it'd be in the high 80s, for example. Um, and then it trended down to as low as I think 41, which normally uh, if I'm out till three in the morning, I've drunk five or six vodka and, and some things. Now, <laughs> is I tell you what it was. This is the big. This is the biggest thing uh, that I can think it was. And I, I'm not sure if I put this in the post or not, but because I was on one of these trips where uh, you had breakfast and dinner included, and it was an activity holiday. Um, I'm not sure. You might quite like it. It was like a Mark Warner thing. I don't know if you've heard of Mark. Yeah, he Warner. talks about it in a previous episode, but there's no. I'll never have a chance to go, dude. I've got, I've got no, kids, no, so I ain't going to work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it sounds amazing. No, but you go with the family. You go with the family, and they have like yeah. different things for that. But anyway, the point is. There's a lot of activity, but the dinner is much, much later than I would normally eat. Like it starts at 7.30 and, you know, 9.30 you might be finishing up. And then the breakfast is way earlier than I would normally eat because I would normally give myself 16, 18 hours from dinner to, to breakfast. And the breakfast is, if I was going out for a cycle, I'd probably want a little bit beforehand. So I might be eating as early as 8 o'clock in the morning. It's not even like 11 hours of rest. And that's the only thing I can think of other than, yes, I was doing a bit more activity. That would bring the scores down so much because that's where my heart rate was was much higher. And then in Brighton, it started to improve a little bit. And then tonight, this morning, I, you know, my score was back up to eighty nine, and and that was like because in Brighton the bedroom was quite bright as well, and I had a sleep mask, but that doesn't really do much for me because my skin is sensitive to the light anyway. And as soon as I was back in my own space, dark room, gravity blanket. Um, I did go and have a magnesium bath last night as well. So I went to sleep about 10 o'clock because I had to get up about, I didn't get up till seven in the end actually today. I was supposed to get up at six, but I wanted that extra hour. And so it scores back up to 89 all of a sudden. Um, and I didn't have anything to eat yesterday after 6 p.m. Uh, and it made a huge difference, huge difference. So yeah, the aura ring is um, one of the gadgets that I always travel with because uh, it's always on my finger. And it's interesting to see. Um, I also travelled with blue light blocking glasses, which are those glasses are for listeners that, that strip out the blue lights so and that when I'm in the hotel room, I didn't wear them around company, but just when I'm no. in my um, I don't want to be that crazy. Um, <laughs> you've actually name dropped, you've name dropped a couple of gadgets already, or one of them being a gravity blanket, which for me sounds like hell, because I'm, I'm one of these people that likes to find cold spots and likes no blanket or sheet at most. The idea of having a gravity blanket, I think. I know that they're, they're supposed to have good benefits for sleep, and but for me, I don't know. I don't know if it would work for me. It's not hot. It's not, hot. It's, um, it's not a blanket, for, firstly. It's not like a blanket. Um, and it's more like a duvet, but it's it's with with like glass beads inside it. And, it. and what it does is it wraps around in kind of every crevice. But I have a bamboo sheet over the top. Um, or a duvet cover, bamboo duvet cover, specifically for that gravity blanket. And bamboo, I really recommend bamboo sheets over... Yeah, uh, we've got bamboo sheets. Yeah, because they keep you cool in the summer and they're warm in the winter generally. Um, and so that was the other thing when I was sleeping in the hotel and at my sister's, it's these cotton sheets and all, all sorts of things. It just doesn't work for me. And I, only, I had to ask them for two blanket or two duvets because I needed some weight because I'm used to having heavy like nine kilos that, my craft. that's what i mean so i couldn't deal with that i like nothing like i literally just have a single sheet as a duvet i'm like yeah. lumi and lucy are totally different she likes like you know tog whatever it's 15 or whatever and i'm on like tog four and like yeah. no way at all <laughs> if anything i used to want virtually nothing but ever since this gravity blanket and i'm not sure actually interestingly 
speaking about the aura ring, um, I had a big step up in my deep sleep. And it was around the time I bought my gravity blanket. I was used to average about an hour and a quarter deep sleep um, in a sort of eight hour period, which wasn't that great. And then it's averaging now about more like an hour 45. It's increased by quite a bit. And it happened around the same time I bought the gravity blanket, but also around the, the start of the first lockdown. I noticed in March 2020 that my sleep score increased. And that might be because... So we've both we've both got an aura ring or like i say we both got one i've got one and i've misplaced it and it's frustrating me because i know i put it somewhere safe i remember telling myself i put it here i won't lose it and what i've done is i've forgotten where that place is and i cannot find it for love of money so the aura ring is, is completely disappeared which is frustrating because aura ring charge you and it's about eight quid a month for membership i think you've got long-term membership because you've got you, you're one of the pilot people but uh, one of the you know early backers crowd crowdfunding backers or whatever but i pay it they charge me seven or eight quid a month and I haven't found it. So I'm wasting money at the minute. It's really frustrating. I cannot find it anywhere, but I know it's somewhere in the house. So that's really annoying. But for those not familiar, it's good because the the um, recovery scores, it was interesting you were saying yours have um, trended differently when you've been away. Uh, sorry, not, not, it's not recovery, is it? It's, um, readiness. Readiness score. Readiness scores. Sorry, readiness scores. So I had a bit of a, a mind blank there. The readiness scores. So really interesting. When I was training for Ironman last year, my readiness score took an absolute nosedive and I felt fine. I was like, that's really weird. And I was looking at it going, why on earth is it dropped? What am I doing differently? And then three days later, I got COVID. So it was almost like your body knows inside before oh, you yeah. actually feel it. And I was really, and I felt fine. I was like, I couldn't understand it. And then suddenly I got COVID. And it was obviously my body, st- I'd already had it earlier than that point. So I wasn't showing the symptoms. And yeah. then it came out. And I was like, ah, now that makes sense. So these things that people that aren't familiar, they can be really useful for spotting illness. And they tell you when you should train. So if I overtrain, obviously I train for long distance stuff. People aren't familiar with these, these kind of gadgets. If you have a really hard effort, it'll often tell you your, your, your following day readiness score will be lower because you need more time to recover. Your muscles are fatigued or, or whatever. So you can, it, they're really good for preventing you from overtraining. So you kind of look yeah. at the, you look at the data and it'll say, take an easier effort today, relax, go into zone one, zone two. And it can be really useful for those things. But I know there's a couple of other gadgets that I don't own, but I might, if I can't find it, I'm probably going to replace with a, have you heard of a whoop band? They're similar. And I think the thing is with Aura, it's great. You get an app that goes with it, gives you loads of data, talks about your heart rate, your sleep cycle, all those things. But I find a lot of the new gadgets kind of now doing this tech is almost, it used to be groundbreaking, no one else did it. But I find like even my Garmin watch, I've got a Garmin Fenix um, 7, and now Garmin are starting to track some of that stuff, which is on my wrist constantly. Um, it may not be quite as accurate, but they're adding more features. And I'm kind of think, you know, Aura Rings are what, three, 300 quid plus a membership. It's quite a lot of money. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously the membership thing annoys the hell out of me. I obviously don't pay for that because I was one of the early adopters. But it's interesting you talk about the COVID stuff with um, Aura because I, I don't know, I don't think you had the ring at the time, but they were doing uh, during COVID like a, you could opt in for like a study as such. Um, and I think they did determine that they could predict four days ahead of people getting COVID. And um, I missed that. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, and like you say, for the recovery, it's really good because, uh, for example, I did those two cycles last week. I did a, quite a hardcore uh, mountain bike cycle as well. And they were going at quite a pace. They're all a little quite fit, the people that I was with, actually. Um, most of the people on the trip were in their 60s and 70s. But these people were 40, 35 and 25. So a little bit younger than me. And we go, went at quite a pace. And this was on the second day. So I'd already had a bit of a damaged inflammation from the road bike. And on the third day... I was going to do another cycle and I, I saw my scores were like, you know, 50, 40 or something. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm not going to, there's no point like pushing myself to the, the, the limit. I felt okay, but actually 
the last week or so I haven't felt as tip top as I would normally be. Um, so it can really help with with, with um, the recovery. I think the whoop band can be useful. The, the problem with the aura ring is if you're doing anything that involves gripping. Yeah, you have to take it off. Yeah, so anything that involves gripping is not great. So the the aura, uh, the, the whoop band would be better for that. In terms also, of- the aura ring tracks you better at sleep than it does in the daytime. The whoop band's more constant yeah. in the day. Yeah, I know I've got a Garmin something or other, Enduro, I think it is, Garmin Enduro. I would never wear this in bed, though. Too big. Too oh, I, I never take mine off. I mean, I've got some really nice watches. Yours, uh, when you sleep? Yeah, Garmin, never take it off. Garmin Fenix 7. It's got everything, everything I need. It gives me a morning. So I, I saw this latest one. They're quite, it's quite expensive, but I was uh, it was a, a present for my wife. But first thing you wake up, it gives you a morning. So a bit like the ordering, it gives you a morning yeah. setup. So it says, welcome in the morning, and this is how much sleep you've had. This is how you're feeling. This is your readiness score. Scrolls all the way through all of my settings at the first thing in the morning. And actually doesn't show you the time until you've scrolled through the morning settings. So you go, oh, that's how I've set it up. It tells me average heart rate, whether I'm ready to train, all that kind of stuff. And it also tells me the workout for the day, the weather for the day. So it's like quick scroll, I'm ready to go. I'm done. I think um, mine probably does the same because it's usually the same software and it gives you like a body battery. But that... The thing is with this, uh, because I don't ever wear it overnight, it, it, it's pointless for like telling me about charging, uh, like how, how charged I am or my HRV or any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I find the form factor for the ring, for me personally, works way better. Um, but we're going, do... about, we're going to talk about gadgets. I'm interrupting you here, but I'm interested to know. You've just been to Greece. And I, I was looking at, I was just looking at our gadget list and I realized, surprisingly, actually, until I read through it, I've actually taken some of the gadgets on my list I want to talk about. A lot of these with me on my last trip to Stafford. I was only there for you know, three nights for an Ironman event. I was surprised about how many of the actual gadgets I do take with me when I go away. So when you've just been to Greece, what, what, were, the, what were the key things you took with you on your, on your travels? Uh, well, aura ring, blue light blocking glasses, obviously the Garmin. Um, but whether we call this a gadget, uh, my magnesium spray. So I took my magnesium. Yeah, okay. um, let's have a look. Um, one thing I didn't take, which I have just realised I've lent to my brother-in-law, and I think you've got one as well, is the Theragun. Uh, yeah, that, would, that would have been a good one to take. One thing I, I didn't take that I, I'm going to hopefully remember to use tonight um, is my grounding strap. Uh, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with. No. We haven't talked about grounding uh, properly or grounding or earthing, which is where you walk barefoot on the grass. That has been shown to reduce inflammation and cortisol levels. Um, you pull up basically negative ions from the earth. So the earth is teeming with these things called negative ions and they attach to free radicals in your body. So think of it like nature's orange juice, if you like, right? People are trying to drink orange juice to get their antioxidants. All the antioxidants you need, you know, you can get from walking barefoot on the grass. Well, that's a bit of an overstatement, but effectively that's it. So grounding strap, um, which I've had for a number of years, but I haven't used it for a while. Um, I, uh, is a technology that you, you plug into the earth port of your plug socket and then it, the other end connects is like a strap that connects to your elbow or your knee or wherever. It simulates you touching the grass, right? So I've had grounding products for years. I've got a grounding bed sheet, although I've worn through that now. So what I've done is my mum's adapted it into a pillowcase. And so now my head rests on a pillow, which has got a wire connected to it. That wire plugs into the earth port. So I'm always grounded overnight. Um, but what I found when I had my uh, inflammation before in my knee, that the nights that I slept with my grounding strap on the knee, my knee was way better the next morning than the nights that I didn't. And I don't think it was placebo, but 
Um, they also have had placebo-controlled trials with the grounding materials, and they've shown that it wasn't placebo that was affecting people. Um, so I really rate that. I didn't take that. The other gadget I took was my eye mask. That was kind of critical. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what the, uh, what the sleep situation was going to be. And my, my eye mask is one that you can kind of open your eyes underneath. So it's 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 got cushioning around the side so that you can, you know, especially if you've got long eyelashes, that was in, uh, very important, especially when I was in Brighton, where it was quite bright. Um, I also like rose hip. I took my rose hip oil. So I don't know. So rose hip oil, uh, not rose hip oil, rose water, rose water, and rose hip oil actually. But rose water is <laughs> a spray. So when I take contact lenses, it's basically water. Which now this is my getting to the woo woo for you a little bit, but everything's got a frequency, right? So one of my favorite quotes from Nikola Tesla is, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And and I always approach issues from that perspective, but everything has got a frequency. Our different organs of our body have got different frequencies. The earth actually has a frequency. It's called the Schumann resonance. I've just seen today, actually, something odd, which I haven't looked into, but it says that the Schumann resonance is doing something odd the last few days for some reason. But it's a certain frequency. I think it's like 437 megahertz or something like that. Um, anyway, everything's got a frequency. Roses have got a frequency, right? Quite a high frequency, actually. And high frequencies tend to be good for us. So this water is rose water. It's like quite expensive water. And I love it. I just spray it on my face. And it, it just gives you this feeling of um, calm and serenity. And I usually spray it in my eyes when my eyes are open after I've had my lenses in all day. So I took that along with me, uh, if you can call that a gadget. Um, yeah. What about you? What, what ones do you took? Yeah, a bunch couple of, of couple, couple of similar. Obviously, I was going for a sporting event, so a couple of similarities. The magnesium, I take it in two different forms. So uh, I think it's the best recovery thing that there is. I've got like I think it's twelve hundred milligrams of like just neat magnesium, which is supposed to put onto uh, like a flannel or whatever. I put it straight onto my my, my legs afterwards, rub it all in. Second, no, it's like a. It's like a um, bit like what comes across a bit like water, actually. Um, but it's it's a very high concentrate magnesium um, liquid. You can write post post exercise. I'll, I'll actually I've got it next door. I'll grab it in a minute and show. You. But it's um I, it's in my my ready bag. So as soon as I go away for any sporting event, I know okay. it's going to be overnight. And it's going to be hardcore. I'll literally put everything. Cause you get you know DOMS, which is a delayed mus um, onset awesome. muscle soreness for those people that go to the gym and haven't been for a while. And the following day, you feel like you can't walk. Yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot when you've got a really hard effort, particularly, and you get it a lot worse when it's hot. And obviously, having done Iron Man in the heat the following day, you know, you feel like you're walking like a 95 year old man up and down the stairs, you know, holding on the rails or whatever. But just find a magnesium, if you rub that into your muscles, it just it just helps a lot with the recovery. Uh, but I also take um, a, mag a magnesium supplement every night before sleep. I'll take it anyway, but particularly before an event, because often you don't sleep before a really big event. So any sleep you can get is just beneficial. As it turned out, so I guess I took the magnesium, which is uh, for those, there's loads of different magnesium products on the market. But I would always recommend taking a three-type magnesium supplement. So it's got magnesium um, citrate in it, uh, magnesium lactate, and magnesium gl uh, glycinate. There are three different types, but they all do slightly different things. Um, so I have that, which is basically just to go to the 300 ml of water, take that before sleep, make sure. And again, the aura ring will tell you I have a deeper deeper sleep when I'm wearing it, if I've taken that product before or not. Or not. And magnesium is known to be helpful for those with sleep. We'll talk about sleep another day, but um, I have that as well. Um so that, I guess, if it, just because you mentioned, I wouldn't have it as a gadget, but you mentioned it and it always comes with me from doing an event. Um, but interesting, I took, quite, I took quite a few things. So I took, uh, and some of them are similar to you, even though we live got different kind of lives. It's for event focus. But I took a, 
um, an eye mask as well, which I don't think they make anymore. It was by um, Silent Mode. It's called a Silent Mode Power Mask. I bought one for my mum. Absolutely brilliant. Anyone that really struggles with sleep. So it's complete blackout. It's really comfortable so you can sleep with it. It comes in with a nice pouch, but it's also Bluetooth. So you can put in nature sounds, white noise, you can link it to your iPad, whatever. And you can play music to let you drift off. But it's, it's just really good. It's got really good Bluetooth connection. Speakers are built into the mask and it's just a really comfortable all blackout mask. So I didn't need it. But if I don't take it, I wish I had it. If I have it with me, I find I don't need it. It's one of those psychological gadgets that I just sleep better knowing it's in the room if I need it. But I've also got, if I don't want to wear that, but I want to use music to get me calming or whatever. So particularly if I'm going, I didn't, I took it with me, even though I didn't need it, it was in my bag. If I'm going on a flight and you want to sleep with headphones in, but you don't necessarily want a mask on, there's some headphones by Cocoon. I don't know if you know those. They've got, um, again, so they will automatically shut off when you fall asleep. It kind of senses where you are and your brain waves are, and they'll automatically turn off when they know you've, you've gone into sleep mode, which is really interesting. Um, and they've got a really comfort fitting so you can sleep with them in your ears. And again, they come with their own um, sort of app, which has different sleep sounds and meditations and things like that. So I, t- I don't necessarily do the meditations, but I find them really useful. So they came with me. Didn't use either of those gadgets because they were packed. Gadgets I did use. So I packed, I had some um, Thera Body Recovery Pros, which are their, they're quite expensive, but they're um, air compression leg things, basically. Put, well, put I've got them here. Yeah, they're different brand. Different brand, yes. They uh, Normatech are the famous ones. Normatech, yeah. I'm yeah. for the knock and flow. They'll be more expensive, but they, they cover your whole legs, and they obviously they got to for mine. They got to 100 psi, um, and they just they're really good compression, both pre warm up and post exercise. So I wear those for an hour workout, and actually I find they help me go to sleep as well. Oh yeah, so I, I love them. My sister sleep within 10 minutes of wearing them. There you go. But it's not mentioned on any of their literature. But I find they're really good for sleep, so I put them on beforehand. So I had those with me. I mean, they're quite big and bulky to pack. Yeah, say, that's got a lot to. That's a fair bit to pack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think they're good. So I had those with me. So that was quite a big thing to take. I had my, uh, I didn't use it, but my thermogun, which is a, you know, what do you call it? A, a, yeah, thermogun. Yeah, um, there's a name for them. I can't remember what they are, but you know the guns you basically put on your legs. Uh, and pack, like, yeah, yeah, thousands of times or whatever. But yeah, I took it on loads. I didn't use it. My Garmin Fenix Seven goes everywhere with me. Tracked all my data. Had my, my triathlon on it. But the new one, if this one's solar, so it lasts like thirty six days without charge, which is really yeah, good. Yeah. I have my Garmin uh, Edge, which is for my bike computer, which again tracks all of my bike stuff. So that came with me. Uh, my form goggles. I swear by these. Now these aren't the best goggles, right? But they track you. So you, they have a little digital screen that pops up on the goggle as you as you're swimming. So it'll tell you if I'm in a pool, like my my, my splits. It'll tell me how long I'm resting for. You can, it'll give you workouts to do and the times you've got to hit. And you see it. It's a bit like a Robocop. It's, you see it in your vision as you're swimming, but it's still a clear view, so you can still see what you're doing. It comes with workouts and things like that. So I got that a few years ago. The only thing is it, you haven't got the widest view of vision, so you can use it in a pool, but if you're in a busy pool, they're a nightmare. Um, and they fog up a little bit and they, they scratch easily and that kind of stuff. But for me, just doing lengths in a pool, if I'm doing a warm-up or whatever, Absolutely brilliant because I can get my splits and it tells me what I'm doing in real time. So really, really handy. So I love those. And they give you swim workouts, which is you know, you training by yourself. Having it on your watch, though, because does the watch not tell you the same thing? But it does. But if you're swimming, you, have to, you don't want to keep looking up at your wrist and not know what you're doing. This is, I can see it in real time in my lens as I'm swimming. So even when I'm going down the length, I'll know exactly how fast I'm going. I'd have to break my, break my swim stroke. Um, and it, it understands I'm doing breaststroke or front crawl as well. So it'll do the different split differences. So I really love those. They're, they're really good. Uh, what else have I been with me? I bought my PowerDot, uh, which is another Thermobody product, which are like, um, it does the EMS, the muscle, yeah, put on muscle. different parts of your body. So the Thera, you know, you can kind of put it on your shoulder, you've got a bad shoulder, whatever, recovery products. Didn't need it, but nice to have with me. 
Um, my wife bought me a, a, something it's called a cryosphere. So it's like a, a, a round ball that you can freeze, but you, it stays cold anyway. It's got like a made out of material that's constantly cold, but you can freeze it. So you can kind of get cryogenic recovery. So you can use it like a... Um, uh, like a foam roller you can really work it into the muscles it gives it like makes your muscles really cold and gives you the cold therapy that's a really handy and you, it's really small so you can pack it in your hand luggage um it's literally the size of a i don't know a, a grapefruit um so i bought that with me really interesting gadget that my wife bought so that's quite good for just like having a mobile foam roller that also gives you the cryogenic benefits yeah. um so yeah, a few things to be fair quite a lot yeah, um that's quite a bit yeah i mean obviously you're doing um an active like an activity there quite intense i mean when you're when you're training i remember uh when i read the book uh earthing right the greatest human discovery ever question mark uh which was talking about this concept of earthing he was talking about the tour de france um cyclists who yeah they take their own pillows take their own it's the marginal gains isn't it that's what they do there Games and 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 how they were sleeping in grounding sheets and like some of them with, with injuries, the injuries would recover way more. Actually, I've just seen the gadget that's right here, which you might find quite funny. I didn't actually buy this, but a friend bought it for my birthday. But, it's like a uh, Halloween thing, it's like something out of screen. Yeah, red light. Yeah, so it can change different colours of the screen. I normally just use the red light version. So to describe it, you've basically put on like a Halloween white scary mask. You, you, if you had an axe in your hand, you'd look like something quite freaky. It looks yeah, so I, I do this actually. Sometimes I just have it on my on top of my head like that because a red light can be good for like your hair and your brain and and everything. So red light, I mean, this has got different lights, but um, one of my favourite things that I've got at home. I don't know if you've got one actually, like an infrared light and infrared light therapy. Do you ever use any? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got obviously got an infrared sauna, which is not quite the same, but you can put on your red your red therapy. I've got this while you're talking about your red therapy. Uh, funny because okay. we've always got our gadgets within arm's length. I'm in my office now, and I'm like. Or he's got things. So it's not exactly the same, but this has infrared, which is a a retno, which is like an eye massage thing. Is that good? Oh right, you can flick that uh, on. That does that comes with it. There you go. Little yeah. gadget. It's got my own little mask. I'm, so if I'm, I'm on my chill out time, it's not quite meditation, but it's my way of blanking out and having ten minutes just to. Well, that's what I chill. do. That's what I do with this sometimes. If I've had a particularly hard day at school, then I might sometimes come home, especially if I've got a headache, and I just lie down and I will put this on, and I might put it over my face or over my head. And have that for a bit but also when i meditate in the mornings i've got like a big uh infrared it's got near infrared and red light therapy and red light therapy and infrared light therapy depending on the wavelength um, and how far it penetrates into the skin can do things like help you with collagen production uh anti-wrinkle mitochondria i always feel more energized so mitochondria are your energy powerhouses of yourselves for those of you listening and it helps boost that uh, I'm a massive fan of the infrared light therapy. Um, yeah. And one of the gadgets that I, I've mentioned on an earlier podcast, which we kind of brushed over, but I think it's worth talking about. And it's also um, the most successful YouTube video I've got on my YouTube site is the the one where I talk about rebounding. So um, I've got... Oh, a yeah, friend. You, love your, you love your rebounder, don't love you? It. That's probably, yeah, so that's the first gadget I probably bought that I can think of back in 2011. Now, the reason I bought this is I went to an event and it was by um, not Tony Robbins, who I'm, I'm sure you've heard of Tony Robbins, but his lead yeah. trainer um, called Joseph McClendon III. And that that event that I went to with him was amazing. Uh, it was one of the first events I'd done. And he was, I think, 57 at the time. 
and he was talking about how he hadn't had a cold in 27 years and this and the other. And actually that set me on the whole path that I talked about with the beat model, which we talked about in episode six. Yeah. But in that, in that conference, he was talking about um, the law of attraction. And he also had this um, technique, if you like, which took the law of attraction to another level, which actually really worked for me at the time. And I think part of that came to, from the belief where you come up with your goal and your vision, but the trick that he did was that then you came up with um, the vision, but six months after you attain it. So for example, let's say your your dream was to own a red Ferrari, right? Then you have that vision, but then you imagine yourself six months later, right? Driving down the country lane in the Ferrari and blah, blah, blah. And so, so when you do that, it kind of pushes the original vision further back into your, into your head as if it's, it's there and it's done and it's, it's ready. And so what we did is we had to write our vision, which I did, and this for me it was to do with a relationship and i was writing down oh you know it's it's june 2011 and i've met this amazing girl and blah 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 and all this and then my future vision uh, and actually this is quite interesting it was uh, it was a few months later in um september of 2011 and i said oh i'm on my nlp course which i was knew i was going to be yeah. on i'm on nlp course it's my birthday and unfortunately, I've been going out with my girlfriend for a while, but she's away and I'm away and um, I'm not going to. Um, and I've just spoken to her on the phone and she's and I've opened up the card that she gave me uh, that she pre-delivered so that I could open it up on my birthday. And I've just spoken to her. And then when the time came and it was September. So then I, I met. So I, I said that I put this together on paper in January and then I did meet a girl in May. And so that all worked out. And then in September, what happened is she was going away on, I think, to Portugal or somewhere. And she told me, oh, you know what? I'm not going to actually be able to call you on your birthday because um, I'm going to be in this remote village. And so I was like, all oh, right. So, I but she did give me a pre-delivered card. Like she gave me this card that I was going to open on my birthday. So I thought, oh, well, most of that vision came true. And then what happened was unbeknownst to her, her brother had changed their flights so that she ended up coming back a day early or something so being able to call me and that literally i had that call in that place in the place i imagined it back in january before i'd even met the person it was really weird and as part of that vision there's a there's a picture that you might create in your head and he said to do this and really believe it you have to do it with emotion and emotion comes often from motion and so he he's the one that was talking about a rebound of this mini trampoline and you, you don't have to do on a rebound. I, like the first few days I did it, I was just jumping on the floor, but that's really not that great for the legs. It's not really that nice. Uh, so I bought a rebound and it was really quite expensive at the time. I think three, 400 pounds. Now they're the same brand is about 600 pounds. You can get cheaper ones, but I recommend these ones. So really good mini trampoline, um, good for so many things, balance, core muscles. Um, if, if you're stuck on a problem and you just jump on that, um, gets the the big one is it gets the lymphatic fluid right which is the sewage system of your body moving so you've yeah. got four times as much lymph in your body as you've got blood and the lymph doesn't have a pump the only way it moves is through exercise or movement and through deep diaphragmatic breathing so this just gets you moving in the morning one of my friends trev who might may not listen cannot get on with the rebounder he's like i don't see the point i just don't see the point why don't you just go for a run and the reason you don't go for a run is one, not everyone likes to run, but two, the barrier to entry is so much easier with the rebounder because if it's raining, you don't want to go outside. You can only, you can just do five, 10 minutes. You don't need to be like warmed up. Um, you can do it whilst watching TV on the phone. Like it, it, 
for me, I think the thing, the other thing to bear in mind, right? I mean, I've got, I haven't got a rebounder. Although I used to have one, um, but I've got rid of it. It was just I took up too much space in the, in the gym space. But we've got a big trampoline in the garden, which I, you know, essentially a big one for the kids. But it's all so fun. Like that's well, the that's bit as well. You know, it makes you, it's very really hard to get on a trampoline and not smile. I mean, I challenge you to go on a rebounder and not smile. So there's a good it. thing. The video that I've got online, which has got something like a quarter of a million views or something. Um, it's 10 reasons why you should do rebounding. Uh, I don't remember all 10 off the top of my head. I, I, I remember that four was about the core because it rhymed. But number 10 was it's fun. There you go. <laughs> so, what's, so what's, what's the, I mean, what's the gadget you, you couldn't do without? Because for me, it'd be, it'll probably be my, my, my Garmin, right? So I use it for everything. I've lost more ring, but I can still track my sleep. I can still track I, my I exercise. I like going running. I can watch what my recovery scores are. It tells me the time, which is very basic. I can even listen to music on it. I can pay for things on Apple Pay if I need to buy it. So the Garmin Fenix 7 is probably my gadget I'd really struggle without, and I don't tend to wear any other watch. In terms of excessive gadgets, though, we talked about a lot about the infrared thing. So I, I love I love the sauna. Like we've just had a bathroom. Oh, I would love I've got an infrared sauna in our bathroom. Yeah, It just has so many. A, it's a chill-out moment, right? You can go and relax. That's great. Somewhere to sit, read. You can't really do much else in a sauna, but but relax, which is a good thing. And the infrared saunas are very different for those that aren't familiar to a, a traditional sauna. And they work differently. So they kind of, they, they they heat the cells from the inside, if you like. So you can sweat very quickly. Um, and you obviously, you, they're good for, for getting rid of all the, the bad damaged cells, for getting rid of toxins, uh, for soothing sore muscles, for pain relief. They're good for sleep, helps you relax, gets rid of stiffness helps you lose weight if that's what you want to take. I mean, there's just so many benefits. And for me, it's a moment where when you're in there, I can't can't be on my laptop. You can't take electronic products right into a it's infrared sauna because you're going to be sweating. It's going to be a bit gross. But, you know, in, in mine, I've got, um, you can have aromatherapy oil as well at the same time. So we've got like eucalyptus in there. I've got all the lights that change. I can put on a podcast. That's really, yes. I mean, that, that's, I could live without it. That's my vanity gadget. But if anyone hasn't got one and you've got the space, I cannot, rec- I cannot recommend one enough. I, I think for me, two things, if I'm basing it on what I always think I need to take when I pack, actually, maybe let's call it three things. Um, so one is the aura ring, right? I find that really, because I lost mine as well. I think I told you I lost mine. You did, yeah, and he got, they gave you a replacement. And I didn't think that I was going to replace it because I thought to myself, you know what, I know, I know what I need to do. I know what I know, right? I know about sleep. I know what, what how to manage myself. But I found it became someone that I'm accountable to. And I like having that. And I and I think I would always have this. Um, that'd be one thing. The other thing that I... So so when I go away, I always have to remember to pack the charger because um, even though the battery lasts for a week or so, because I always have it on, on airplane mode, I have to put it on the charger to take it off airplane. Which actually, I was going to say about your earbuds stuff. I mean, I personally wouldn't go for that sort of stuff. I've got a real big issue with Bluetooth and earbuds, especially the earbuds and Bluetooth earbuds, which maybe we'll talk about on another program about EMFs. But I, I, I really think we're going to discover really bad. Well, we've already discovered bad things, but it's just not. It's been hidden a little bit. I really say to people, do not put those earbuds in. Those those Apple earbuds, they're the worst thing you can do for your brain. But anyway, um, so that aside, so that's why I like the Aura Ring, because, and also that's why I like the Garmin. You couldn't do this with a Fitbit. You couldn't put the Fitbit into airplane mode. With the Garmin, you could put it into airplane mode. So that would be one thing that I take with me. The other thing would be my blue light blocking glasses. Um, I find those, like, I always want to pack that. If I don't pack that, I actually feel a bit anxious because I know that, especially say like I'm at my sister's house, like I was the last few days, 
that they they were out and they come in and I'm sitting there in the dark and then I go they're like I can't live like this and then they put the lights on I'm like ah blaring light and I have to like find my glasses because because my eyes are so used to not having light in the evening because it's been like eight years nine years that I've been doing this um I feel white it feels like for me that I've had six coffees if the lights are on and I don't get tired as a question how would you adjust if you you suddenly had you know found yourself having kids or whatever would you try and get the kids to follow your modus operandi in the sense of them you know no light and all that stuff or would you have to would you try and overcome the other way because no well look here's the thing monkey see monkey do right and and at the end of the day your kids take the like take the influence from what you do so that's why i asked the question yeah so they're they're born right they're they're zero years old six months old so you've got to live the way that you live then they become one year old you're not going to suddenly change at like six years old and go oh, i'm going to blare off all the lights I don't think I haven't got kids, but I would imagine, and it depends on the kind of partner I end up with, I suppose as well. I would hope that they would share similar values to me and maybe into similar things. Um, so I hope it wouldn't be too much of a stretch. Although my friends have asked me, Oh, you know, you're going to have all these issues. You know, you're too weird. Like I had my friend come round <laughs> my flat. I wouldn't use house. the word. I think weird's unfair, but it's, I would say some of them are no, uh, I, against I, I, I whatever normal weird. is. Some of them are quite I, extreme. I accept weird. Right. But, my my mate came round and it's the first time he's been around the house. Now I often don't notice the things that I do until people come round to my house, right? So I'll be in there and the lights will be on the blue like these special light bulbs or I'll have my glasses on or whatever it might be. And he's like, that Halloween mask would scare the bejesus out of most people walking into your house to be fair. Yeah, but they do like it. <laughs> they do like it. Um uh or, or i'll sit there with those massage legs so i think i gave him those things. He he loved them. He was in them. They're brilliant. Yeah well they're good. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> An hour and a half. Right. So I would like to think that your household, like your kids are going to see what you do. Right. So if you spend all your time on your mobile phone, that's what they see. That's what they do. Monkey see, monkey do is the simplest way I can put it. So if I just happen to live that way and if you think about it with kids, what do you do when you are, are trying to get them to bed when they're like one, one years old, two years old? You, you dim the lights, you read them a story, you run them a bath, you do all these relaxing things anyway for them. And then it's only as we as adults that then change those things. So I like to think that I would adapt um, as necessary, but I like to think that because I would be doing those things and I would be embodying those as a role model, they would be full. It's like my, my nieces that come around, right? They come around and they, they're asking for my, one of my nieces. First thing she wants is peppers, right? Not chocolate sweets, right? The other one asked me for smoothies. The other one is going on the yoga trapeze. And another one sometimes jumps on the rebound straight away. Uh, the other one, well, one of them, she'll grab. She she's, she sees my meditation because I've got a meditation cushion. So she grabs that. She grabs these little um, uh, goggles that, you know, like sunbathing goggles um, when you're yeah. on a sunbed. She'll grab those. She'll turn on the infrared light. She, there's this little uh, phone that I've got dedicated to um, meditation tracks. So she'll find this one from a Kundalini yoga chant, which says Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo, right? which means the leader, the teacher within me is the only teacher I need. And she'll sit there and she'll pretend she's over, she started doing this when she was about four years. <laughs> and she'll sit there and she'll, she'll, she'll last about 15 seconds to be fair, but she'll sit there and she'll like do her little thing. And it's because they see me doing this or they, they know that I'm doing that. And so they just, it becomes part of their normal way. Right. Yeah, then, I was just, just, just intrigued. So, my yeah. guy, I tell you what's one thing. Yeah, um, I'll tell you my third one, though, which I think you can. Go on, get. then. Well, the third well, one. Smoothie maker. Yeah. I'm surprised that was your third one. That'd be your first one. Well, I know. Yeah. it depends on how long I'm going away for. So, this time I went away for a week. So, I just took the Nutribullet, 
in a couple of weeks time, I'm going away for three weeks to an Airbnb. So I'm going to take the Vitamix with me for that one. Actually, I've just made, just come in, mate, having made a smoothie, probably not as complex as yours, but we're making smoothies here as well. So, you know, well, look, my first ever smoothie was banana, a chocolate powder and spinach. Yeah, I just done, actually, funny enough, I just made a banana milk, straight banana milk and ice cubes. It's very nice. There were bananas when they're starting to go and you don't want to eat them. They make a perfect smoothie. So well, there you go. Or, or just chop them up, peel them, chop them up, put them in the freezer. They're, they're even better for later. Yeah. There you go. So I've made that. So it's yeah. that I do use every day, though, to my gadgets. And I would struggle to live without based on the, the way that I live my life. And interesting about the kids, the kids want to go on it, but they can't in the same way because it's geared up for me, literally, which is my Watt bike. Now, a lot of people who listen to this or watch this may have a Peloton, which is similar. So this is kind of a technical piece of kit, I would argue. But you could have a just an exercise bike would be an equivalent as well, really. But the Watt bike is uh, specifically for those that are training for road bike or TT bike events, things like that. Um, it's all set up for me. I can put my iPad, which has a Zwift on it, so I can you know, yeah, do live yeah. events and races. And so I, I'm on that pretty much every day. You're on your normal bike and you put the rear wheel in something, or is it an actual complete bike? No, it's a full, full, full piece of kit. It's a bit like a Peloton, okay. but it's but it's getting, unlike Peloton, which is really if you're going to get a Peloton, it's for people who want to have someone to guide you through a workout. Um, whereas the the Watt bike is a bit more advanced in the sense it's very much about watts and what my power outage is per leg and and geared up for road biking or or, or time trialing and, and things like that. And I link it to Zwift or the Watt Bike app. It's a brilliant. I got a Watt Bike Atom, absolutely brilliant piece of kit. I'm on it every single day. Did a 40k this morning. How how do you have time to do that? Because you do that. So what what? I mean, this is another discussion. We'll talk about morning routines another time. But you just said you did 40k today on that. Yeah, that was an hour on the Watt Bike. I've about 40 kilometers an hour. That was an hour, an hour. The other day it was two hours on the road, and that's what. Did my name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's all before work. Of course, you don't have to do that kind of speed, but what bikes I'm going to use every single day. Um, and that was a piece of kit that I forgot about. And it's like I've got a, I've got a gym and weights and stuff. I never do weights. And I just all I do is literally go on the what bike and that's and then I'll, if I go run, I go outdoors. But the what bike's a piece of kit that you know because having had quite I mean, biking outdoors as much as I love it can be dangerous. Um, you know, as you know, I had a big smash last year when it was wet. Drivers are a nightmare. Doesn't mean you know, this week, the weekends, I'll go for a nice long ride. If you're doing it every single day, you're massively increasing the odds of a bad accident. Um, so I tend to do most of my training on a what bike because it's fair weather. You can do it indoors, which is, which is an indoor machine. And then if it's a nice day outside the weekend, I'll take, I'll take the real bike outside. And um, is it a good facsimile for the road in terms of like? They actually say training on a what bike is better than training on the road because if you're on the road outdoors, you've got the stops and starts, you've got yeah. the traffic lights, and you get natural recoveries on a what bike. You've got, you know, you still got all the, because it, it, it does hills. So it'll mimic the hills by how much force it puts in the pedal. So if I come up a grade 10 hill, it's really hard to pedal and it'll mimic it exactly to the soil it should be if you're out, outdoors. So that, but without any stop starts, so you get no chance to rest. That hour is full on because there is no traffic lights. There is no slowdown. There is no, the things you naturally have when you're out on the road. Or is it just a one off and then you're done? Or Peloton, you have to pay a subscription, don't you? But this now, is... what bikes just you buy the item and then you're, then you're done? That's it's it. a bit i would say peloton is great for people that want to get fit who want to do a workout that's led and you know you're not really into cycling you just want to have a, a device that allows you to do spin or whatever a what bike is like the next level in terms of technical stuff that you want to use so i will i can design my own workouts to it depending on what i need to do or i can access specific kind of road bike workouts um but yeah that's i mean it's a it is an unbelievable piece of kit for those that are interested and it links up to all your smart stuff so if or... uh yeah it's about what about a thousand pounds? Yeah, so it's not too bad actually. No, it's in comparison to a bike, maybe twelve hundred. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, that's something that I couldn't 
I couldn't do without at the minute in my house because I use it all the time. That's my main way of keeping fit. That's the it. other thing, though, which is really interesting, you'll know if you've been to my house because you may have been here when you were last here. Although my dad thinks I'm mad because I've broken pretty much every door frame in my house now. I used to do a lot of obstacle course racing, as you know. And obstacle course racing is a lot about like Ninja Warrior stuff. You're on rings and you're pulling yourself up things and over things or whatever. So in order to improve, improve my grip strength, and we know actually the benefits just from hanging off a bar for 30 seconds a day. And there are some people and there's studies out there that claim like you can solve pretty much all back pain if you're able to hold stuff for 30 seconds. Do it really, I mean, I'm not doing it at the minute, but I was really good for shoulder strength, for reducing back pain, that kind of stuff. But I put a pull-up bar in nearly every doorway in my house. And the idea used to be, and I have to be honest, then they're, they're, they're gathering dust now. I should probably take them down. But when I was doing my obstacles racing, like you can't go through a doorway without doing a pull-up. And it's only one. And that's fine. Not just not knocking out all the reps, but over the course of a day, you yeah. could amount to 30, 40, 50 pull-ups in a day. And it just keeps, again, just keeps you healthy, walking through a doorway. I, you know. I used to do the same thing with my office, uh, in my flat. I used to have a pull-up bar. And the rule was, as long as I didn't have like a cup of tea in my hand or whatever. You, yeah, you know. yeah. So now I've got, um, I've got a beam, which I was hard to hang off, but now I've added rings. So in my yeah, gym, nice. Gym rings. And so actually it's part of my morning rebounding. So I, I do about 25 minutes, mo- like most mornings on the rebounder. So it's usually 15 minutes on the rebounder. Then I've got some shoulder exercises that I do, but then I've added a one minute um, hang as well. And actually I've started to add pull-ups into it as well. So dead hang pull-ups. So I have to fully extend. And the idea was that in the month of March, I did three in April, four, five. So whatever the month number is, you, you yeah. increase. so I should be on six now, although I haven't done it for a couple of weeks. And I just realized today, I mean, you don't do it for a couple of weeks. It, it, it goes. It's amazing. That people, most people would not be able to hold their own body weight up, hanging, dead hang for more than a minute. No. I, it's, I it's, it, it does take time to build up, but the benefits, if you're able to get there, just hanging, just holding your own body weight. I mean, you watch these movies where people are hanging on to like one arm off a helicopter thing and they're holding. There's no way people can do that for four or five minutes. And, it's and incredibly difficult. And holding, on, and holding on to someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is incredibly difficult. Serious, serious grip strength. But it's like uh, people think like they come up to these obstacle spaces and then they see monkey bars, go, yeah, that'd be right, I can do monkey bars, until they realise they've got to hold their own body weight across them. And then you see people failing all the time. It's, uh, it's Actually, unless you build yourself up, it's, it's uh, a lot more challenging than, than oh, yeah, simple yeah. things. Like that. It's all about slow steps. But what I would say before, I guess, we, we start to finish up, though, is with the rebound, what I would recommend people to do is um, not get one with springs. Some people get ones with springs, and I really recommend against that, but to get one with bungee cords. It's waste quieter way softer on the knees uh, way more enjoyable because i bought one with springs for my sister doesn't i don't, don't like it didn't get used much i bought a bungee one for my parents really cheap one 60 pounds does at the beginning of lockdown and it had a um a t-bar on it so my dad yeah, yeah. don't have to have the balance uh my my brand bellican which is the one i would really recommend but you're talking 600 pounds for a little trampoline however I love it and I, I would always get that. But what I will do as well, what I'll, I'll share with you before you put the show notes is I will share the video about 10 reasons why to rebound, but also my morning routine with a rebound, which is it's pretty much still what it is when I recorded that a couple of years ago. I've added a few things into it. But for me, that's my, not my exercise as such, but that's my wake up. That's my get my body out of the bed. And I didn't have time to do it today because I was in a rush to get to the school and I knew that I was going to do a 20 minute cycle anyway. Well, so that there are a couple of gadgets we haven't talked about only because we've both got them. And that is we've got, both got a back rocker. I think it's quite interesting. And we've back. both got, um, I think I think you've got a back rocker, no? You've got the orange and black 
um, forms the shape of your spine, you can learn. Uh, I'm sure you had one of those. And if not, there's the other one, which is the spiky blanket. It's a bit like the um, Chinese... The acupressure pump. The acupressure. I'll tell you what, for sleep, I, they're really uncomfortable when you get on it. And then after about five minutes of being on it, I just start falling asleep. Well, do you... Do you, you don't you don't put that on your mattress and try and fall asleep. You just on the floor. You do no. It's just on the floor in the living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't deal with the head one though. I find that too uncomfortable. But the one on the back, so good. You end up you get up and you get all the things on your back. Just looks like it's been you know. No, I've, got a, I've got a neck hammock, which is pretty good. I don't know if you know. That. Oh, you talking about you put it in the doorway, don't you? Put it in the doorway and it and it creates traction. The other thing I've got, which is the curvy thing that maybe you thought was my back thing, was. Um, for the neck as well, where it, it opens up and it puts pressure on the neck and pulls the neck back a little bit. Um, but with the other thing, I, I don't know if I've got a specific back thing like that. I can't think. I've got so many different things. I've got like several foam rollers that I might use for that. Yeah, I've got a few foam rollers. The vibrating foam rollers, quite interesting. Yeah, I've heard of them really good, but I haven't got my friend, my colleague um, Tony's got, but he swears by the vibrating. I, I, I think I don't like it that much. It's too, it's too um, firm. The outside maybe right. the version might be better um but yeah i mean ton, tons of gadgets so uh, every time my, my my nieces come around they're like oh you're gadget man and it's because i've got some new gadget um but actually that reminds me i'm gonna put i've got an infrared uh device that i bought actually originally for my brother-in-law i bought it for my dad um, and i'm gonna use that on my knee later tonight actually i'm gonna use that while i watch a, a little bit of a movie I think, um, to help with the inflammation, hopefully, before I use the grounding strap. <laughs> so, okay, hold a pause there for a minute. I'll quickly show you that magnesium stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show me that magnesium stuff. As Nick ducks out and we start talking more and more about gadgets. I thought we were going to talk about three or four gadgets today. We've talked about tons of gadgets. So hopefully uh, listeners have uh, have taken something away from that because we have named way too many gadgets, I think. All right. So it's by ultrasport. I swear by it. It's like my sick bottle. I get through this stuff. By the way, you never want to put this on if you've got any kind of open wound, or it will hurt oh, like, like, like even hell. Bath, Holy like... crap! Does it hurt? Right, but this is uh, so you can see the, the image here. It's by uh, Mag Essentials. It's ultrasport magnesium oil, extreme recovery with MSM and arnica. Um, speed up your recovery and soothe aching muscles with this unique formula that combines ultra pure magnesium oil. MSM, Arnica, and a blend of essential oils from eucalyptus, rosemary, which you mentioned, well, no, rosemary, and juniper. Um, I, I swear by it. Hundred percent pure, guaranteed. It's yeah. I just use it on every time recovery, and it's just rub it in, and the following well, day it just takes it away. Thing is, like I think um, one year when we were doing our cycling trips, uh, normally after we do the, the big cycle each day, I, I do a stretch. But I remember one year I decided not to stretch, but I just doused my legs with magnesium spray. And I didn't have anything. The other thing as well is a lot of people, not just sleep, people get cramped due to lack of magnesium as well. Right. Magnesium, will send, you know, we, we know that when you lose electrolytes and things, it can cause cramp, but actually a lack of magnesium in the dark can cause cramping. So again, for me, pre-event, I could put it pre-event. Again, just if I do it the night before, I know all my muscles have had loads of magnesium rubbed in, it will just hopefully reduce any cramping. are deficient in magnesium. About 80% of the population are deficient in magnesium. And magnesium as a, as a mineral is used in about 620 odd bioenergetic reactions of the body, which means that yeah. the body is not able to do at least 600 things optimally if it hasn't got magnesium. Um, I was always using this spray that I got from America, but then they started upping the price too much. So now I use a different brand, which isn't as good. So um, I, will, I will look into getting that brand. I've just bought a bottle. So the next round, that when that runs out, I'll, I'll get that and I'll probably use that. 
Does it leave a residue? Is it a little bit? Does it leave a residue on your? Yeah, hand? it does. It does a little bit. Does a little bit. But it's it's all right. You just just you just swap it in. Um, I use um again if you're going to get a magnesium product. So I use have you heard of Pillar? P I double L A R. So that's the mag. So again, before sleep, I was talking about the magnesium piece. Only because you were talking about it a minute ago. That's internally through your mouth. Are you taking that one? Yeah, yeah. So you, you get a little bottle of three hundred ml of water, but it's um. I would always say if you're gonna if you're struggling with sleep or you want it for recovery, you want all three different types of magnesium relevant in your product in in your product, which is the magnesium um, citrate, which is really and malate, which is really good for endurance exercise anyway. Uh, you've got the glycinate, which is which is really good. And then you've got the, the, I think it's chelate, so it's three different types, but you can, it's really good. I just find if you have all three mixed, particularly for me, I'm doing endurance exercise. There's lots of studies about um, malate being really good for endurance stuff anyway. Um, but I find if you've got a combination of those things, like anything, you've got more different types of different bits and pieces. I just find mix up 300 ml of water. Okay, so you mix it, you, you basically drink it. Basically. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, prefer, I just do it normally topically. Like I said, yesterday I managed to get a bath in, magnesium bath. I so needed it because my body and my ankles have been aching a lot. So I've been, been doing about 35,000 steps a day the last few days in Brighton. Oh. A yeah. lot. Um, because I was house hunting and I, and it was a really sunny day. So I decided to walk from like Hove all the way to the marina and back and whatever else. But I'm doing it in barefoot trainers. So I, I wear a lot of all my trainers are barefoot and they're okay for a fair bit of distance. And I've been using them for years. So I'm quite used to it. But my feet, I'm quite flat-footed and my ankles are quite tight anyway, so I'm generally not set up for that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, and so they've been aching. But then this morning I felt way better just because I, I was able to just have that magnesium bath and just relax everything up. So That's like an Epsom salt thing, isn't it, though, really? It's, you know, there's yeah, Epsom salt. Loads of studies that go back, predate all the modern... I mean, it's just people doing this for years. There's a reason yeah. why these pools and the natural springs with Epsom salts in it and stuff is just so good for you. Um, yeah. There's a really famous place in Turkey. I don't think what it's called now, which has all these natural. Well, there's loads of them naturally occurring, yeah. and the salt pools, and they're, they're just really, really good for the body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Well, um, I think we've we've had a little good, good little session. Um, yeah, I'll try and put, I'll just try and put some links in the um, in the show notes for the gadgets yeah. people are interested in in, in getting. Um, well, a few things. Maybe I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll send you the link to my blog, which has got a bunch of my gadgets, because then 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 that's in there. That you can just. Put that blog link in and so people can look at that blog and it's got a bunch of gadgets and then i'll send you the links to the um the videos on the rebounding and the, and the rebounding routine if people are interested uh, but i really recommend rebounding for so many reasons and i i, I love it i think i will always have a rebounder rebounding magnesium oil there you go two or things to take away and good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right buddy well listen have a good week and yeah. um catch you catch you next week catch you next week take care buddy Thanks for tuning in to the Mindful Past podcast with Nick Day and Harry Kalimnios. We hope you found our discussions insightful and hopefully you've gained some valuable takeaways to support you on your own journey. Please leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform and share an episode that resonates with you with a friend or family member who may also find it valuable. Please also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to ensure you never miss a future episode. And in the meantime, we'll continue exploring mindful path topics to provide you with more insights and more ideas to support you on your personal growth journey. Thank you for your support and look out for the next episode of the Mindful Paths podcast dropping soon.